0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: We are on episode number lucky 13 here on Odds and End Zones on BGN Radio. I am Seamus Clancy, joined always by my boy, Zo. Zo, happy Friday morning. Happy New Year.
2: Happy New Year, brother. Uh, happy New Year to our faithful listeners. Fresh off the Florida trip. How you feeling, man? A
1: little bloated. <laughs> A lot of blue milk drinks in uh, the Star Wars Edge Galaxy and, I'm sure, I'm sure. and Hollywood Studios at Disney. You did it
2: right, though. Vacation, man. You, know, you, you, yeah. hit, you may not ever hit Florida again for another two years.
1: No, that's what I said to Ashley as we were leaving the last night. I was like, let's turn around and look at it, because it could be like 10 years before we come back. Seriously, so, yeah. you, you, you have to. Got a lot we of souvenir went. cups. We went, to, uh, we went to Miami three years ago,
2: and we, like our last day, we were just like, we should just make sure we rage, because this is probably going to be the last time we go for the next couple of years. You don't we, get a lot we, of mommy-daddy trips to... you don't get a ton of mommy daddy trips you get maybe you get maybe one one or two like here and there and then you gotta wait until they're teenagers so you can ship them off to other people's houses so you can go
1: (laughs) staying at your boy's crib like your son's (laughs) crib for a week while you go out to uh you hit
2: ocmd yeah, real, real, real prep style. Like, yo, is he good? Cool. I send him with spending money. We'll see you <laughs> in a week.
1: Yeah, he's he's a prep kid. He's got to be a good kid. He <laughs> know that. I can't
2: wait till the you know where's Amari? Oh, he's down. He's down at with his buddies. So he'll be all
1: right. She's got the short house for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. I was able to watch the game down in Florida went to some English bar. Oh, wait, really? that's awesome. He, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, and like. We're down there and we go to this place for like a quick bite mm-hmm. earlier in the week. And because every time I'm going somewhere, I'm asking people if they have the NFL Sunday ticket package. Yeah. So I didn't know what I was doing because the closest Eagles bar in Orlando was was about 40 minutes away. So I wasn't going to Uber there. With my
2: right. Family. Yeah. I remember you said that. OK, yeah.
1: And they say, yes, we go there early on Sunday and, you know, make sure we got a good table where they put. The, they had one TV set for us. And there and it's like the second or third quarter and we've been there for several hours and someone sits down the table next to us and they talk to a different uh server and they're like hey can we put x game up on there and she's like yeah i'll go see about it." i went whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. whoa yeah like you thought i was gonna cut their hand off like how <laughs> i jumped up in the air and, and but the thing was they were buccaneers fans it turns out every tv in there otherwise was the buccaneers game we're yeah, in so. North. We're in North Florida, so yeah. I don't know why they had to have that there, you know. Uh, but they
2: had. They had already clinched. They already clinched,
1: right? The, they had the they division, did. yeah. Yeah,
2: so they didn't need. They didn't need to watch for anything.
1: Yeah, and you know, you could go to. You could just stay at home and watch the game and order food. If you you want in, I'm you're there.
2: You're already. You're in the home market. Just stay home.
1: Yeah, they got there after us, way after us, and left way before us. So I think. Uh, Yale men's cask and lion made the right decision <laughs> uh, appealing to our sensibilities. But the, the first quarter on Sunday was the worst quarter football ever played. And then the Eagles go and score 34 answered points on a way to a 34-10. Win.
2: I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I had I had actually, <laughs> I think I tweeted, like, I want to go do some laundry or something. It was just awful, awful football. The past Take I the treat down. I think, like we told people the past, what three weeks? Like, if you are not a fan of either of these teams, this you should, why are you even watching? Like, like we're we're fully invested, obviously, as fans. But I don't imagine anybody outside outside of our purview is tuning in, saying, "I gotta watch this Bears Giants game, <laughs> see what's going on." Like, I it's just it, it's 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 been terrible football, but like. It is interesting because, you know, when you're the, they're such a weird team right now. The the Eagles are a very weird team, I, and I say that as they they can't pass the ball, or like they can pass the ball, but like their their gravy is running the ball, but like they always run the ball. So you you don't even know what you're going to get with them. Like you have no, you have no clue what what they're going to show you. So like they can have their first four possessions, first three possessions, all, all passes. And we're all like, dude, like, what is happening? And then next thing you know, bang, 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 down the throat, they're running the ball. And you're like, okay, right now we're back to being a number one running team in the league again. But, like, they're so frustrating in that manner that you literally have no clue what offense is going to show up to start the game.
1: Yeah, I wondered if the coming off a Tuesday game – in that four or five day stretch of, of a break. That's why you saw such a slow first quarter from them. And that's obviously a convenient excuse. That's something that uh, kind of confirmation bias because we were so yeah. ticked off about that to begin with. And I think our concern, and that goes for most Eagles fans on on Twitter and the internet, was not just as much about, Washington getting some guys back for that Tuesday game So what it could yeah. mean for the following week when you're on a yeah. super short week playing a team that's on full rest. Yeah, I think maybe that did show itself in the first quarter mm-hmm. where you know Hertz ran twice for seven yards. That's the fewest times he's running a game since yeah. 2017 playing at Alabama in some crazy blowout where he didn't play the entire game. Yeah. His ankle's bothering him. You know, he, if he's, there's no way he runs just two times for seven yards in the game if that ankle isn't still an issue. So you have that factor. You have your most important player in a way, your quarterback, even if people don't think he's the greatest quarterback ever, still an important, he's still a important player yeah. in the team. Yeah. You have that guy a little banged up, had, you know, had not played in a month, goes out there against Washington, plays pretty good, has some bad moments, has some good moments, the Jalen Hurts experience. And then plays on short rest this week and looks a little gimpy running the ball, but he threw the ball okay. Yeah. They win, play a bad team, and there's this whole conversation online where you can't believe in this team. No say no one's here saying this team is a Super Bowl team. This team is can be fun though. This is a team that's a gravy season where a lot of people, you know, this, one of those tweets got old takes exposed where some guy from Pro Football Focus before the season said they had a bottom three roster, yeah, something like that. Like and then.
2: There's, did you – I don't know if you saw the um, – I think Colin Cowherd said they were going to be like 3-14. and 14. Yeah. And then like like the – the, the oh, I think it was like – actually, speaking of old tweets, I saw somebody retweeted – it's his tweet yesterday where he was saying like the NFC East was going to be the worst division in football. And like I think he had like the um, – he had watched him winning it. Uh, and then he had the Cowboys going I think 9-8. Giants some kind of crazy record and then then he was going three and 14 so like I I think I think it's something to the there's something to the idea that um, you're just proud that they fought this year like you know it it does it's a difference between saying they're going to Super Bowl and then saying I'm just happy that they're giving us something to cheer for like we're all just happy they gave us something to cheer for.
1: We're we'll having exciting, meaningful January football after not having that for the entirety of last season. That is worth something. And I've you know always what? said in my college years or younger, just give yeah. me a December. Let's let's have some fun for the year. Could be stressful. It'll probably be stressful. Yeah. As long as we're playing meaningful football at the end of the season, that works for me. It's just not a successful season, but a season that I, I don't regret watching and following this team as hard as we do. And
2: and, and you know what? The like I told you before, and we talked about before, there's something to a first-year head coach and his, a young starting quarterback having a chance to fight for the playoffs. So, yes. you you get to the playoffs. You know you hit, you take care of your business. Everything else falls in place, and you find yourself Sunday night in the playoffs. We should not be we should not be telling anybody sorry like that. You had to fight for that. Yes, you did. You had to take care of your business, and like and I like the plus. playoff experience. I love it. I, I, I'm 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 I'm. And I'm this here. Like I I that for me stretches across all of every sport that I watch, you know, yes. as a fan. Like I will always say take the experience because there's no substitution for it. Like I'd rather go into next year saying, all right, they know what it takes to get to the playoffs as opposed to they know what it takes to have to fight for a playoff spot and then lose the last, you know, last game of the season. <laughs> like just get there. You get there and you see what happens. Like who who who's to say you don't go into Dallas and shock them, rushing for two hundred yards like that? They listen. We know what their defense looks like. We know what their front seven looks like. They, they probably have you know an MVP candidate in the secondary and probably the the rookie MVP on their line. But like, who's to say we can't catch them on an off day? Like, it only takes one game. Like, that's the playoffs. Playoffs is literally one game. You catch them. You catch them slipping. You win by a field goal, or like you lose by a touchdown, and like instead everybody's saying how good the Cowboys are. Everybody's saying, "Man, the Eagles are going to be really, really dangerous next year." Like that's what you want. You want to go into the playoffs thinking let's let's have zero pressure. Let's go in and have fun and see what
1: happens. I've made this comparison before on here, uh, whether it's on here or from the bleachers. That the thing about playoff experience that I think of is Eagles win the division in 2013, Chip Kelly's first year. Nick Foles yeah. comes in throws. 27 touchdowns, interception, has that magical year. Eagles lose in the first round of the playoffs at home to New Orleans. And football's play is pretty good, not great. Had some bad moments there, but had some good ones too. If he doesn't play in that game, do the Eagles win the Super Bowl in 2017? If his first playoff game ever is that Falcons game? No. Zero chance. Zero chance. Zero chance. chance. So that's what I mean. Jalen Hurts isn't Nick Foles. No one in NFL history will ever be Nick Foles. No one will ever have that insane of a career. But if Jalen Hurts plays in this playoff game, maybe he does the same thing. Plays pretty good. Has some bad moments. Again, the totality of the Jalen Hurts experience. And the Eagles maybe lose by single digits. And then they come out next year, sign a big free agent or two with that cap space. Bring in a Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson to Philadelphia. And you say, have those three first-round picks. Maybe trade a little bit. For, the, for an established player in the future. You pick up two or three solid contributors defensively in the first two rounds, you're saying, hey, we just made the wild card as a team that everyone felt sucked. Right. We're a little bit better now. Maybe we could scare Dallas, or maybe we could even get the fifth or sixth seed, go out there and make some noise."
2: You have to consider what your path of what looks like, right? Because now there's no more lovable underdog you're gonna get every team's best shot, and you just look at your conference. And first, start with your division. Washington's not going to be as hurt as they were this year. Dallas isn't going anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're Trayvon Diggs
1: to- isn't on the the wrong side of his career. Same thing with Micah Parsons. They're right. If anything, Diggs they're probably going to get better.
2: Right? Dude, what do you think they're going to fall off a cliff after this year? No, they're both literally going to get better. You look at the Giants. I mean, their coach and their quarterback suck, but like every, they're going to be they're going to be gunning to show that they're not who they are. So like, you you have to look at your path upward. And like you said, you got three first round picks going into the draft. Are you, should you spend them on? Probably not. You should probably look to get two or three solid
1: contributors. I would love another line, a playmaking linebacker. Maybe probably another safety. I've gone full boomer where, since they have three first round picks, if they had just one first round pick, I wouldn't take a linebacker because they have three and if they're using them all, you know, just just take a linebacker. Like, it's yeah. it's fine. Like, and if if it's someone that can be kind of a joker role and do a little bit of everything, not just this effing, you know, Levon Kirkland, 280 pound middle linebacker, like, I don't want that. But I, if you have a kind of a guy, a joker role, the guy from Utah stands out to me as yeah, a I guy that, that I would movie. take with like the 23rd pick. I think yeah. they, that right now they have picked like 19, 20, yeah. 23 or and something 23, like that. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, and I think that um, it's,
2: it's also um, it's like in basketball, you you get so dialed into what your team lacks that like it does, it becomes less and less of a sexy pick, but it's a yes. right pick, you know? So you're like, when there's, when there's 10 point guards staring you in your face and you're like, Oh, they took point guards. Like, but they needed a point guard, so like it, like you want it, it becomes less sexy, but it's it's the right pick because it's what your team needs. So like, if they do take one of those roving linebackers that we so desperately need, it's pro, it's going to be less sexy, but it's going to be the right pick to make.
1: We're going full boomer. This season has made me full boomer. Where I actually really love running the ball. I'm such a progressive person. <laughs> in terms of fo- on the field fo- for football. I guess probably off the field, but that, that wasn't where I was going with it. And I, I wrote, it, I think in a newsletter this week, where I was saying that the Eagles always want to play, under Jeffrey Lurie, uh, a 22nd century version of football. They want to be on the <laughs> evolutionary cuss. Yeah. They're literally playing a 19th century version of football that Walter Camp drew up at Yale in the right. they're playing, late 1800s. Uh, they're playing the old Leatherhead, where I see yeah, and they go out, they could have the most boomer draft ever. They draft a linebacker, they draft an offensive guard, and they draft a pass rusher. I would love that. That'd, that'd be great because you need someone to take over at right guard, even though they have some really nice depth pieces there with they're big in Driscoll. You need a linebacker. They, I will say they've they've maximized the talent at linebacker, and we've been critical of Jonathan oh, Gannon in sure. the past. But Alex Singleton, TJ Edwards, and Sean Bradley, and none of those guys are Brian Erlacher yeah. – or yeah. Patrick Willis, they're, they're maximizing those guys they're defensively those guys. right now. And you have to give Gannon credit for that because those guys aren't players. They were all here last year. They weren't players last year.
2: And they're they're guys who are they they found themselves in the right position to make plays. You know, Alex Angleton with who had a pick six. Yes, um, but you know they are they're good depth pieces. So like maybe You not still need all, a
1: star yeah
2: like maybe not all three of them are starting next year like they're good that pieces but you still need a guy you need a good prospect um i would say the same thing about, about about the about the front seven too like you know josh sweat has been pretty consistent this year um there's a couple other guys who i like but i still think you need a high a high a mid to high prospect there you know to to kind of shore things up because i want I, you know, I, I don't. I don't think that you. Well, we've seen it. They haven't consistently gotten to the quarterback, whomever that may be. You know, whether whether it's you know whomever. So um, I still th- I still think you need some help there, but you can get that. I mean, defensive linemen are day, uh, day two. I mean, you can get a, a defensive lineman on day two, but like yeah, you know, those are that's a that's another area where I'd love to see you know some good a good boomer pick. For, for us
1: we need aiden hutchinson to accidentally release a pick of him with a bong mask and a let's Please. go brandon shirt on the day right. of the draft. i, mean, I need
2: aiden <laughs> hutchinson with a with a flag to go on streaming let's go brandon i need it <laughs> to drop like the day before the draft. yes and then and then and then the questions start and then we're like oh man aiden hutchinson's dropped
1: it oh geez <laughs> We're talking about this defensive line. Guess how many sacks the Eagles have this year? I would say 40. 25. Guess where that ranks in the league. That's got to be dead last, right? Tied for 30th. All right. The Falcons have 16, which is disgusting. (laughs) So might as well be dead last. You might as well be dead last. And given the financial investments and the quote unquote name brand players they have on there. That's a disaster. I think like it's it's and they've played better the last two weeks. And again, you have the discussion where, like, oh, they face bad quarterbacks yeah. at the same time. Uh, those excuses like do these wins not count because they played Garrett Gilbert and Jake Fromm or whatever. But the the losses where they hung tough against Brady and Herbert don't count. You know what I mean, there's there's a yin and yang to that. To that me. would be my
2: that that would be honestly in a playoff scenario, my biggest concern, like
1: like quick passes you, against this team getting rocked in the middle of the field.
2: Saying, like, can you get to can you get to a Dak fast enough? Can you get to an Aaron Rodgers quick enough? And right now, no, you can't. Like, you know, all I see is C D making a quick slant and just Dak finding them, and then sixty yards later we're, we're down seven nothing already. And like I I just don't think that they that's happening. That's exactly yeah. what's gonna happen. Yes. <laughs> that, Right. It's a hundred percent happening, dude. And like I, I just don't think that, like you said, the name brand players on that line for the money that's invested, they just have not performed up to par. Like 25 sacks is that's pitiful. Like the chef
1: 25 sacks between two guys.
2: I was just about to say, like you like between two or three players on that line, you should have twenty-five sacks. It shouldn't be like to collectively we have twenty-five sacks. Like, what do you even look like? What do you even look at in the war room during the week? You don't you don't have any tape. There's nothing like you don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like what are you even looking at? You're playing you're at the point of the year where, you know, you're playing third and fourth string linemen on some of these teams and you still can't get enough pressure. Like that's 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 unexcusable.
1: When I'm in Florida, I'm in one of those shuttles between like a resort and the parks and something like that. And a guy has a Louisiana Tech football backpack with, you know, number fifty-four, whatever number the guy is. Yeah. And I'm thinking of Milton Williams, who yeah. I Milton. really liked him going to the draft, <laughs> Been playing decently well down the stretch, getting yeah. some more snaps, getting some more run. I go, Hey man, did you did you play at Louisiana Tech? And he was like, Yeah. And I was like, Did did you know Milton Williams? And he was like, Yeah, he was a year ahead of me. He was like, Oh, I'm a gigantic Eagles fan. Like, he's he was, he was my guy going in the draft. And then yeah. he had a sack in the Giants game this past week. So I'm hoping maybe if you're not getting the, the, the numbers you want from Fletch, if you're not getting those early season numbers you got from Hargrave, hey, Milton Williams coming along I late like in him. the season. I, I like I, Milton I, Williams too.
2: I, I, love, I love Milton. I, I think he's, um, he's got a high motor. He's a guy who I think, like you said, he, he's only going to get better with the more snaps that he gets. Um, but i, I like him a lot i liked him coming out. i thought he was someone who uh certainly um would not make you look like a fool, but I agree i mean at some point you gotta decide you know what are you are you in there to to prove that your your investment was worth it or are you are you in there to, to try to win games and if mil mill Kelly can win games you gotta
1: you gotta at least give him a shot. I think he might end up with the most uh, sacks by a rookie defensive tackle since Corey Simon. I think Ruben Frank, NBC Sports, and something Which like that. Great. Shout out to
2: Corey Simon, Florida State guy. It's Corey Simon,
1: yeah. I like Corey Simon. He was good. What other numbers we got? Because we, we're odds and end zones. I got some odds for us. Football outsiders.
2: Did you want to give um, That's actually actually good segue. Do you want to give people the, um, the numbers for – what we're looking at Sunday to clinch, like who needs to do what?
1: Yeah. So the Eagles have a couple scenarios where they can clinch a playoff spot this weekend, not wait. Because the Eagles, regardless of what happens for any other team, if the Eagles win Sunday against Washington, the following Sunday against the Cowboys, they are in the playoffs. They can clinch as early as this Sunday. What would that entail? Be the Eagles, obviously, beating Washington in the 1 o'clock games. Then you would also need, in the 8 o'clock slate, the Vikings to lose Sunday night football. On the road at Green Bay. They've already beat the Packers once this year. Hard to imagine they beat Aaron Rodgers yeah. twice in the same season. Yeah. And then there are two other scenarios that could happen that you would need either one of these. You would need the Panthers to beat New Orleans at home. Or on the road, I should say, in New Orleans, Saints, the Saints are at home. You would need that because the Saints are on the Eagles tail, they're seven and eight. Yep. And if not that, you could also get the jaunt, the 49ers to beat Houston. Yep. So I'm not. People are saying like, "Oh, we need the Giants to win." Or when oh, I say Giants, the 49ers to win. I'm not necessarily rooting for them to win. I'd much rather the New Orleans Carolina situation play playoff yeah. because I still want a chance to get that six seed. Yeah. So I kind of want the 49ers to lose, It's because I'm looking at football outsiders numbers. You know, it's it's a you know playoff probability. Yeah. The Eagles have a 74.3 percent chance of making the playoffs per, per football outsiders, and they give the odds at what seed they could be. They have, actually have a seven point three percent chance at the fifth seed, improbably, and, and a six percent, or a, for the sixth seed, they have a thirty four point five percent chance, and the seventh seed thirty two point five percent chance. They actually have a better chance, yeah, at making the sixth seed rather than the seventh seed. So I right. think there's a situation now where I wouldn't mind the forty nine ers dropping their last week. They play Houston this week and then Los Angeles in week seventeen. So I think that game would have some juice. Feels like the type of game that gets flexed this Sunday night football. So you have a chance there. They can clinch this Sunday. I don't know if it's exactly going to happen, but it's not far-fetched at all.
2: Yeah, and I think, um, I think with what I read yesterday, it's going to be, I think, it's going to feel like uh, negative three at Lambeau Sunday night. Um, that, that's going to be, <laughs> that is certainly going to be a contest. Um, but I tend to agree. I, I think it'll be tough. To, I don't see the the Vikings sweeping the, the Packers this year. Um, and own. even not
1: get, even if they don't clinch based on the Saints or 49ers, the Vikings losing does give the Eagles yep. some breathing room in case yep. they lose to Dallas next week.
2: Yep. And then, you know, the other thing is you obviously take a look at what Dallas is playing for, which is um at this point at that top of order is a little weird, but I don't um I don't think that they have much more to play for like, they wrap up the division, they're kind of cemented. In their spot, so they might. I could. I could totally see them giving Dak the day off um, next Sunday. Would be we'll, nice. We'll, Would be. Yeah, nice. Would we'll be, we'll be perfect if that's if that's the way things lined up. We'll see what uh, McCarthy and Jerry Jones decide to do. But I'm 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 almost certain that they are that top of order is kind of cemented, so they don't. They can't really jump anybody.
1: We're on the cusp of a very intriguing situation, and obviously this, this entails the Eagles winning this Sunday. Obviously, mm-hmm. to, to make the playoffs, all that, that needs to happen. Let's not get too, too carried away and pretending this is an automatic win. But we could be facing a situation where the Eagles play the Cowboys in Week 18. I know it. Where both of them have kind of clinched their spot. The Eagles are in the postseason. They don't know what seed. Cowboys have won the division, don't know what seed, but they can't get the bye. And these teams could go out and play really vanilla and end up playing each other the following week. Like it happened in 2009 and a mailbag. Someone was like, what would you do? Would you play vanilla? Would you do this? And I I think back to that 2009 season, the Eagles in week 17, go down to Dallas. Whoever won that game, won the NFC East. And whoever lost that game would still make the postseason. And the teams would play each other the following week. This game was on Sunday night football. Yep. And Eagles go down 17, nothing in the first half. And you know, Andy Reid plays his card, you know, face down in defense mode type vibe, and they just let the Cowboys roll over them, lose twenty four nothing. They're saying, "Hey, we're playing them again next week." Yeah. So instead of playing a home playoff game, they go down to Dallas once again and get their teeth kicked in. McNabb air guitar game, the air guitar game, and yeah. lose 34-10. And the comparison I made to that, and, and as an inverse, was in two thousand thirteen in Week sixteen, the Eagles had a situation where they could clinch the NFC East. They would have needed the. Cowboys to lose to Washington that day, mm-hmm. and if the Eagles won as well, that would clinch it because the team has played again in week 17, yep. the final week of the season. So the Cowboys end up beating Washington. So that renders that Eagles-Bears game meaningless. It doesn't matter. If they win or yep. lose, it still comes down to that week 17 matchup based on some divisional tiebreakers. And what do the Eagles do with Chip Kelly, Sunday Night Football? They beat the crap <laughs> out of the Bears 54-11. <laughs> to 54-11, yep. to 11, they beat the crap out of them. That's the and they go down there they ride the momentum and they beat Dallas in week seventeen. That's the type of energy I want to bring, especially with this team where they don't have the greatest offensive rhythm of yeah. all time. This is this is not a, a light switch team in the slightest. I want those reps. I want them to play well. Obviously, you don't want players to get hurt. And it's a situation like, hey, they're they're a little nervous about Jalen. Who says they can't win that game with Gardner?
2: Yeah, and I mean, you know, in this city. um, we don't have many light switch teams. <laughs> we've, we've I don't had, think they've uh, ever had a
1: light switch team.
2: We we've had our fill of light switch teams in this city.
1: Maybe like the 2010 Phillies or, or maybe, something yeah, like that. They had anyway, a couple bad games and they're turning it on.
2: Maybe 2010 Phillies. If Jimmy stays, maybe that team that 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 if that Jimmy Joe um, lineup. Maybe they become a, a light switch team. But we haven't had many light switch teams in the city. No. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to talk to the good doctor and, and, uh, and AAV to figure out if we ever had a, uh, we ever had a light switch flyer team. (laughs) But But you have a,
1: you have a first time starting quarterback, essentially. I don't want to say he's a rookie because he played last year and started some games, but you know, first full-time starter rookie head coach, this team shouldn't be in the business of laying duds.
2: Yeah. It it just, and you know, um, I think that's something you have to earn too. Yeah. Like you, you have to earn being a light switch team. They have not earned that. Regardless of who they have uh, name wise on the defensive side of the ball, neither side of the ball has earned the right to be a light switch team. So like, no, leave it on this week. Leave it on this week.
1: Leave it on next week. Leave it on for the wild card, damn. Do there's not no turn thing. the switch off.
2: There's no such thing. Like you dug yourselves in an early hole. There's no more light switch. We're, we're fighting. There's no such thing as like, you know, we can turn it on, turn it off against whoever. No. If if you're playing Dallas' third fingers next week, you got to turn it on, keep going against them because the week after that, you're probably gonna have to go back down to Dallas <laughs> you're play them again. <laughs> play them again, so like, no, there's no such thing, you haven't earned that right.
1: Where would you say, guess, the Eagles rank in point differential and the whole? Um, of- are they was that top five, right? They're 10th right now, Ten, uh, right? That's close. And this gets back to what we're saying earlier, where people were saying this one is kind of bogus or free they're playing hard and hanging tough against the best teams or the best quarterbacks, I could say. Yep. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, the Chargers, Dallas. Maybe a little bit of its but they're playing hard the whole game. And then they're beating the crap out of the bad teams. And that's all you could really ask for for a team that's not uber talented is win the games you're supposed to and hang tough and play hard against the teams where it's very unlikely that you're going to win. Yeah. So they're pl- – They're plus 80 point differential because, again, they're smoking the bad teams they're playing. Atlanta, Detroit, the Giants this week, so on and so forth. And they're actually ahead of Green Bay. Green Bay is 11th in point differential. I 59. San Francisco, they're ahead of San Francisco, who's plus 43. They're ahead of the Titans, who are plus
2: 31. I uh, I think that it's also just um, like we talked about, you you, you only play who's on your schedule. Yeah, and like the teams that we we've said they should smoke, they've been smoking. Um, you know, it just it gives you weird. It gives you a weird preview of the playoffs. Kind of doesn't give you any. It, it, it gives you zero insight into the playoffs though, because you you don't know they they've they've played hard against, but struggled against the good team. Yeah, and. Against the bad teams, they've absolutely dominated. So we—that's a credit this. to Sirianni for sure. Yeah, is, people Sirianni, have been critical they of him. They—they definitely haven't played down to level their competition, or at least they haven't been coached down to it. They, you know, they've—they've kind of beat who they're supposed to beat. But um, we don't know. At some point, talent has to take over, and yeah. we still—we still don't know where where that talent differential is. But we're going to find out. Something tells me.
1: I have a couple of bets I'm, I'm putting in for Sunday. And one of them speaks to that, the playoff scenario we were talking about earlier, where the Eagles could clinch on Sunday. So I have in one is Eagles minus three and a half, just the normal spread. Yep. Packers minus six and a half, just the normal spread. And then Carolina money line, which I believe is around two plus 240 Yeah. against yeah. New Orleans, because that could be a situation where if those three things yeah. happen, the Eagles cover that game, Packers cover New Orleans. Yep. Uh, New Orleans loses. Eagles made the postseason. That was plus, uh, weird number, 1111 is is that. So you've got $10 to win $111. Yeah. Uh, another one I have going is they're a little banged up at running back. Miles Sanders, broken hand. Jordan Howard broken has been hand, limited in yeah. practice this week. I don't know exactly what we're going to see from him. Yeah. Is Kenny Gainwell, touchdown. He actually mm-hmm. has, is tied for the team lead in touchdowns. He has 84 offensive snaps and has five touchdowns. He has a chance to be the first Eagles player to lead the team – and Eagles rookie to lead the team in touchdowns since Calvin Williams, I believe, in 1990 with nothing. Absolutely nuts. So that's plus 373. And again, he has a chance because of his dynamicism as a pass catcher besides just being a running back. I could see a situation on Sunday where he has about 75, 80 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown whether it's receiving or rushing. I really like that. And one that I'm kind of into is because of Jordan Howard's injury. Um, obviously, Jalen Hurts hasn't been really mobile as much as he has been early in the season the last two weeks. But he's still a huge factor in the red zone, the yeah. goal line situation. Sure. So one I had on here was Hurts to have two touchdowns and Eagles money line, which was plus uh, 1177. So that's a situation ten dollars to win 172 to 117 dollars. Just for reference, he did that exact thing. And the Washington game had two rushing touchdowns in the Eagles one. And this one, I'm not sure I'm going to put on it. I think I might uh, just for the heck of it. He has done this this year. And, again, this is a lot of times based off of the situation here where they're missing Jordan Howard and Miles yeah. Sanders, potentially Potentially, Jordan Howard. It's Hurts three touchdowns. Yeah, He did that against uh, New Orleans earlier yeah, in the season yeah. at home. He had a three touchdowns, had that crazy jukeback game. Yes. That's plus 7,000. That's that's pretty nice odds, I think. That's pretty nice. So that's you know, five dollars to win three fifty, ten dollars to win seven hundred. I, I might throw five, ten dollars uh, on that.
2: Something else that um stuck out to me at that first game uh, two weeks ago now. Um they the, the Washington linebackers uh couldn't defend Dallas Kadir to save their lives. Um so if I you maybe I would, look
1: at some uh, Goddard receiving yards, I Oh,
2: absolutely look at Goddard receiving I'll... yards. Um, I I don't know. I know I feel like it's, it's weird because I feel like him and Hurts have a tough time hooking up for TDs, but but Hurts definitely finds them for passes. But um, that definitely stuck out to me. I, I think that this is, um, you know, <laughs> Washington went down to Dallas and got the doors absolutely blown off him. So I, I think that defense is is gonna be out to prove something. Um their offense is is pedestrian, but I think their defensive line especially is gonna be a little teed off. Um so, you know, they'll they're gonna be um a little fired up at least to start. Um but I, I love I love those plays. I think that we'll certainly see Jalen um using his feet a lot more, especially if he's down two of his running backs. Um, you know, but I, I think that uh I, I like I like him to at least score a rushing touchdown. This game,
1: Goddard's number is fifty-four and a half. For reference, against Washington two games ago, he had one hundred and thirty-five receivers. Yeah, that's the easy over for me. Easy. That's a nice over. Yeah. Uh, Devontae had fifty-five and a half. He had eighty against yeah, the Giants was, on Sunday. Easy reference. Hurts at forty-four and a half rushing yards. I'm kind of inclined to take the under against Washington. Yeah, Still banged up. Take, I think he had thirty-eight. Yeah, so he's I'm only hasn't that even. Um, he has – he's at 45 the last two games yeah. combined, and this is at 44.5. We like doing the Hurts rushing yards. That's one – can't yeah. you can't bet under on a Hurts rushing yards. That's a loser move. Uh, yeah. But that's a game I'd be – that's a line I'd probably stay a
2: little Yeah, far. yeah, true.
1: I talked about an, 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 uh, a mailbag for Bleeding Green Nation this week. I think it's coming out this morning. Re- we're recording this on Friday morning. Uh, someone asked me to talk about the teams in the NFC – a hierarchy in the Eagles compared to I had uh, Dallas, Green Bay, Los Angeles, and Tampa Bay as teams that are clearly better than them. And for teams that are in the same tier, I actually went with Arizona and San Francisco based on the current situation. Arizona really fallen off recently from the team that was the top team in the conference where yep. they punched the playoff spot, but they you know they might not want a division here. And San Francisco, and obviously the Eagles lost to San Francisco in week two, but my, my case there was that the Eagles – are in a completely different team than they were in week two they had yeah. 19 running back rushes in in week two and they've averaged more than 30 running yeah. back rushes per game since week eight and that goes to you know 38 this past game uh against the Giants
2: I was I, I certainly put them on the same oh,
1: 38 is against Detroit I think but
2: yeah. I mean I, I definitely put him on take the same tier. I mean I, I like I like Trey Lance a lot. He's a he's really, really good. I think he's gonna be really good. Um but I think if you you look at both of those teams, they're kind of they're they're pretty dead on, you know, two teams with two young quarterbacks trying to figure it out and trying to figure out what they have in each of those quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, their QB um, situation for this year specifically is no more stable than the Eagles is. Exactly, like that. It's a, it's kind of a wash,
2: and then you know they have both dynamic playmakers on the outside. You know we got Devontae. um, They have Debo, who who, like if Devontae turns into Debo, we're we're set for the next decade, dude.
1: (laughs) Um, Oh my god, Debo is like if you gave Jalen Rager the Super Soldier Serum. (laughs) That's that's Debo Samuel.
2: I love him so much, man. He, he catches the ball, wants to farm, and it's back to the house and you know most
1: I unique play player I've ever seen. Yeah. In my twenty years as a football fan.
2: Yeah. He's so good, man. And and you know what? He's also um I've watched a couple of things on him. He's an extremely hard worker. He's a guy who, you know, he's got he he definitely bought in out there and, and obviously he's he's kind of like their anchor. Um yeah. And yeah, I would definitely put them, you know, defensive wise, they've they've had a ton of injuries this year, but um I think that they're certainly on the same tier. I, I love your I love your rationale for the Cardinals. I think um, a lot. Because Kyler's been
1: like, banged up a little bit. Hopkins has been out. There. Yeah. There's a situation yeah. there, and I think the best situation, it's unfortunate for the Eagles, was and it could, I guess it could still happen, is if Arizona won the division, yeah, and they were the two or three seed, yeah. and the Eagles went out there, to the Arizona, that would have been like. The most underdog, wild yeah. card picked. I mean, the line would have been crazy. I think because I think people would have been hammering the
2: Eagles. I think a lot of people would have been hammering the Eagles. Basically, like you said, kyler has been banged up. That defense hasn't looked as up to snuff as it has at the
1: beginning of the year. And you I'm know, not sure Cliff Kingsbury is a better coach than Nick Sirianni. And
2: I and we don't know what King right and and Kingsbury's you know his that magic seems to be wearing off a little bit. Um, and they you know they've got hit by injuries. You know, no JJ Watt. Uh, you know, a couple of, couple of receivers are banged up. And and yeah, you know, the listen, they collar plays a brand of football where, you know, he's scrambling a lot and like he's been taking a lot more hits recently, you know, since he's come back from injury that um it's kind of throwing him off tilt a little bit. Yeah. Like I, I think a lot of people want to put them in the unserious pile just because of that, you know, they they just haven't had the same juices they had to start the season.
1: Kyler Murray is as talented as he is. Jalen Hurts, both of them have played the same amount of snaps in a playoff game in the NFL. Yeah. So same thing, Cliff Kingsbury. It's been uh, – well, Nick Zirani's coached some, some playoff games in the NFL. as right. assistant coach, Cliff Kingsbury, hasn't.
2: Kings, Kingsbury is, is going in nice and fresh. The
1: experience oh. level there favors the Eagles. And I think if you want Our to give San yeah. Francisco – it, or it's a Washington say If you want to give San Francisco the, the, the nod because of Kyle Shanahan because a lot of that core nucleus has played in the Super Bowl – I understand that for sure. Yeah, We're talking yeah. about Arizona here, uh, experience-wise, for both coaching staffs and players. And really, the Eagles have a, still have some of those players that went on that Super Bowl, you still have right. your two best offensive yes. linemen. You have your most expensive defensive most linemen, expensive linemen. I'll, I'll say expensive. it like that. You yeah. have Rodney McLeod. You have Jake Elliott, who's made huge kicks throughout his career. That lean Eagles.
2: That could lean Eagles, exactly. exactly. So I, I think there's certainly – so um, there's, a, there's a ton of parallels there, and I, I wouldn't be scared of them at all,
1: though. Yeah. I want to close out with a prediction for Sunday. The Eagles line is minus 3.5 uh, for my newsletter. If, and if you want to subscribe to my newsletter, you can patreon.com backslash Seamus underscore Clancy. Uh, two weeks ago, again, for the Washington game, I predicted a 27-16 Eagles win. The final finals ended up being 27-17, so I was fairly close on that for the first time. You know, No yep. for Seamus, strikes again. And... I'll say the same thing on Sunday, another 27-16 win. Hopefully the I could see the I definitely think the Eagles are going to cover. Could be a single digit game, or I could also see a situation where they win maybe by, by maybe 13. I
2: um I like, like I said, I, I think that Washington's gonna be a, a lot more dialed in. I think that um, you know, Riverboat Ron's gonna have them tuned up. Um but I, I just think that uh, Sirianni has these guys clicking. And they're firing on all cylinders, so I think it'll be a little bit more interesting but i, I think twenty twenty seven twenty is my is my official prediction. I think the defense has a a last a last drive stop or maybe second to last drive stop that that sells it but um i don't i'm not ready to I'm not ready to say the offense because they still need a ton more help after that but i definitely, yeah. they they
1: take care of their own business on
2: on Sunday. At least.
1: I mean I can see Washington rolling over and dying they're they're kind of out they're not officially yeah. out of it but they are out of yeah. it. I can see Eagles fans taking over that stadium yep. and they just got crushed 56-14 and there's two sides of that one where hey they just got embarrassed they're going to try to play for some pride now or this team is like I'm trying to get that Cancun trip in I'm planning it out right.
2: percent Also um I know they caught some heat earlier in the year early in the season I maybe mean week, excuse me because uh Ron Rivera said that. Uh, Taylor Heineke and uh, Kyle Allen were both going to get some some snaps, so I could totally see them if it's like a if it's like a twenty one ten halftime. I could totally see them throwing up the white flag and and their guys getting ready for for Cancun.
1: You break out the NASCAR pack, yeah. Break out
2: the NASCAR. <laughs> I,
1: I have talking about the defensive line uh, against Washington. I believe they had some snaps where Fletch played out on the tackle as a defensive end kind of. Yes. And it seemed like he had some success yes. on that. That's kind of the reverse of what they've done in the past. Exactly, yeah. And Brandon Graham has done flying up inside. And obviously, they miss BG uh, dearly and dearly. Yes. Uh, but, yes. you know, making a situation where they maybe throw Hargrave and they have Milton Williams stuffing the middle of the field, yep. given that pressure in the, yep. the A gap. And then you have a situation where Fletcher's outside against def- against an offensive tackle. is not used to playing a player like that. Uh, for obvious passing downs in a situation like you just – Came up with where uh, Heineken gets benched, uh, Kyle Allen comes in there, and they're lining up in the shotgun every time those guys are in that, that deep three point stance. No, they're, they're bull rushing right off the they're ball. Bull rushing. Yep. I, I like that. I like that.
2: Yeah. Um, and oh, you know what? We would be remiss if we haven't, if we don't give our college football playoff picks.
1: What are you thinking? Uh, what's the line in Baminson? Whatever the line is, it's not enough. <laughs> because
0: <laughs> the so, they, they came
1: up this week they're like we still think we're underdogs out and like oh Alabama's pulling out the underdog mentality shut dude, it down listen
2: let me tell you something Nick so um Nick Saban was is had, all week has been pulling the underdog card saying like it, it's 14 so the the line is 14 but um all week Saban has been like oh like you guys are you guys are talking about you know the way to beat us is to pressure the quarterback and blah, blah, blah. And like, dude, I'm afraid to see what they look like thinking they're the underdogs. Um, so I agree with you. I don't think 14 points is enough. I actually think they're going to annihilate Cincinnati. Um,
1: and what do you think of Georgia? You're, you're Bulldogs uh, minus seven and a half.
2: My dog's yes, minus seven and a half. So I it,
1: listen. It's it's an inevitability that we're getting Alabama, Georgia, right? Yeah. We really do you, I think Michigan that. has a better chance of covering than Cincinnati, you know.
2: I do. I I think this has a better chance of being a much closer game and a much more exciting game. Um, you know, Michigan can at least score. They have a, they have they have two really, really good running backs. Um, but I don't think either one of those guys has ever seen uh the Georgia defensive line that they're gonna see tonight. But um I think that'll be the more exciting game. Um, that's why it's the later game, to be honest with you. <laughs> the, the, the the schedule makers knew what they were doing. But, um, yeah, I think we're, we're mainlining right toward a
1: Georgia-Alabama
2: national championship game.
1: Yeah, I can see the Cincy game getting out of hand, like we've seen in those Alabama-Notre mm-hmm. Dame games over the years and it kind of reminds me of of this situation my dad's one of my dad's friends growing up played ball at Clemson, Mm -hmm. and he got a you know an open tryout not on on undrafted free agent whatever yeah uh, for the bucks one year and this is mid to late 90s he said he's an offensive lineman whether it's guard center i don't know yeah said first snap on an nfl practice field he lined up against warren Sapp, and he just said he before the play started, he knew it was over. Like that, like I'm not gonna make it. Like do, do you know what I mean? Just like imagine lining up and you see number 99 in that that pewter or that creamsicle color, and you're just like no, it's, it's not gonna happen. I feel like that has Cincinnati Bama vibes. They're just lining up against some future All Pro defensive players, and like, dude, it's like yeah, this yeah, isn't this, is this isn't it.
2: Your first right, your first snap is like against a a six seven three hundred twenty pound dude who's running. A sub four five forty, and you're like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is probably not going to be the best outcome. Yeah, and like that's that's what it is. It's more of a mind game than anything. Like, the, if if they're psyching you out now, it's oh, the game's already over. Like it's, yeah. it's it's just a it's a different. Everybody who's who played them, like from the coaches and the players, have said that like it's a different type of
1: battle because you got to get through the mind games first. You're not just playing the guy in front of you, you're right. playing the ghost of Alabama, right? It's like it's that's literally
2: it, like you're not you forget about the guy in front of you. You're talking about I mean, you're walking through the the tunnel and his little kids flipping you off and telling you 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 know you don't have a chance, and like bam
1: you but and deep down, down, you know you
2: don't <laughs> deep down you're like, yeah, you're probably right, kid. we maybe don't have a chance like like good luck, dude, like maybe you know once every decade. You know, a, a Clemson comes along and pulls it out, but that's it. It's just they're just too good and and way too advanced in every aspect of the game.
1: Good way to wrap it up. So we're yeah. saying going to win on Sunday. Yep, looks like we're getting playoff football in Philadelphia. It's not definitive, but I think there's a good shot. There's a seventy four point three percent chance, according to Football Outsiders. Take care of your business Sunday, and we'll see what happens. If they need some more help, they're they're getting it. They're clinching. And then, if not, let's uh, take it to the boys the following weekend.
2: And that's it. That's all we, that's all we can ask for. That's yeah. how we'll end it. Just take care of your business. And then whatever happens, happens after that.
1: Yep. So, Happy New Year to everyone out there. Stay safe. Happy New Year. No, no DDing tonight. Yeah. If you listen to this on Friday, please don't do that. Call an Uber, no matter how expensive it is. And keep bleeding Amen. green. We'll talk to you. We'll see you next year. <laughs> of all time.